I would just say start it. If you feel that, you know, you have any sort of digestion or hormonal symptoms, I would just say, yeah, begin. But also, you know, I do think you really do need to commit to it. Just in order to receive results. If you want to see the results, it's just a matter of committing. And once you get into the rhythm, I don't think it's a difficult diet to be on, really. It is quite easy and you won't be hungry and you'll feel really good quite quickly. Hello and welcome to Your Great with your host, Unique Hammond. I created this podcast because when I was on my own healing journey for Crohn's disease and endo, I didn't really have a community. But to be honest, I didn't really talk about it all that much with people outside my very circle. Because what I found is whenever I told somebody that I had Crohn's, they'd be like, oh, are you on biologics? And so I just felt like I was fighting an uphill battle. So I pretty much kept it to myself because I really knew that I believed in my body's ability to heal, and I wanted to heal naturally if it was possible. Lo and behold, blow my mind, it was possible. And I've been in remission ever since. After three years of struggling to go into remission with various diets and protocols, I found the one that was right for me, and I went into remission. And I have stayed in remission by taking care of myself, relentlessly taking care of myself, no excuses, showing up for my health every single day, and doing the work. I recently read a post that said, marriage is hard, divorce is hard, choose your hard. Being financially responsible is hard, being in debt is hard, choose your hard. And I thought to myself, yeah, healing is hard. I had to change a lot of habits to heal my body. I had to change who I was, but you know what? Illness was harder. So I chose my heart. And for me, that was growing and changing and showing up and becoming the person that doesn't go into another flare because of excuses of trying to live a quote unquote normal life. I show up every day as the person who is healthy and lives a healthy life. I created this space for those seeking inspiration and tools for your healing journey. Because one of the things I learned on my healing journey is that healing my body took healing my relationship with my body, with food, with my emotional body and spiritual body as well. I'm excited to share Dr. Jane's healing story with you today. She and I worked together June 2020, and at the time she was 36. Her cycles had been irregular her entire life from 33 to 50 days. Her PMS started right after ovulation. She held a lot of water, tender breasts, and she started the protocol kind of loosely and then slowly over time got serious about it. And within three months of getting serious about it, her cycles had regulated without all the pain and suffering. She was so amazed and just, it blew her mind. Even though the concept of the bean protocol made sense to her as a doctor, the enterohepatic recirculation, beans interrupting the bile cycle, and she was on thyroid medication. And she was also able to lower that medication, and she just couldn't believe it. I recently reached out to her before I decided to record this podcast, and she was proud to 
let me know that she was still on protocol and that her periods were continuing to be every 28 days on the dot. Her thyroid has continued to improve. She has been able to reduce her medication and it was just really beautiful to check in with her. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jane and I hope her healing story inspires your own. Thank you. Hello. Hello. So nice to see you. Yeah. So how long have you been on the beans now? Well, I think it's been, I, I liked it, sort of like hard, hard bean protocol as opposed to soft bean protocol. It's probably been about five months now. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, but when I say soft bean protocol, I don't, I didn't sort of, I don't think I did it with as much gusto in the beginning. Yeah, yeah you can do it. I eased into it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so probably seven months in total, but five months, like I say, you know, doing it really to the T. Cool. Mm-hmm. And did you notice a big difference from the five months of doing it to a T than before when you were just kind of like messing around with it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I love that you said that. I love that because I think it really does give people an idea of like, when you're messing around with the shallow end, you know, did you feel like you got some results though, still messing around in the shallow end with the piece? I did. I did get some results, but I think sort of reading your, you know, what your clients were saying, I, I sort of started to be like, I just don't think I'm getting where I should be getting. Yeah. So, so it was, yeah, I did get some results. I think I had some sort of improvement with my gut but I don't think, yeah, I got, I wasn't there. So yeah, I was, it was important, I think, to sort of do it properly. Yeah. It's really something you can kind of do half ass. I do. I have a lot of clients who are like really trying to be the role model for, for half ass in it. They're like, I'm going to get amazing results while I half ass it. And I'm like, Hey man, that's amazing. If you can do it. I haven't seen that in that words. Like usually when they go on it, it's when the real shift happens. So what have you noticed? What have you gotten from well, the protocol? So I heard about you and Karen through the expanded podcast with Lacey. And I really identified with how the reason why she started. So hormonal imbalance. I probably had hormonal problems since I first got my period. I have, you know, I had cystic, really bad cystic acne all over my face, back and chest as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then I always had irregular cycles from as far as I can remember and really bad premenstrual symptoms and they have probably the irregularity of my cycle plus the symptoms have probably worsened as I've got older and I have I've tried everything I mean I am a doctor but I and so I do believe in conventional medicine. So I did go to many, what you call OBGYN, we call obstetrician and gynecologists and family doctors about it. And I tried, you know, what the traditional methods of solving hormonal imbalances are going on the oral contraceptive pill. But to me, it didn't, it worsened everything. Like it exacerbated the symptoms. And to me, given I thought there was an imbalance or potentially an overproduction or I thought it's so strange to add more hormones when, you know, there is potentially excess hormones in your system and that's causing the problem. 
So that didn't work anyway. And yeah, and I've seen naturopaths. I've been to acupuncturists. I've done everything. I really have. I mean, my family and friends could laugh about it because I really have tried everything and diets. I've tried all different kinds of diets. You know, I have had tests that have indicated that I should have polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, Mm. which is caused by hyperandrogenism, which sort of makes sense given, you know, the symptoms of irregular period and everything. But I mean, I don't have the insulin resistance and, you know, the excess over being overweight, but I do have some symptoms of that. So, yeah, so with all that combined and hearing about Lazy's story and, you know, to me, you call it, do you call it a rogue diet? What do you call it? Something like that. I mean, it is, it is a little wild enough to be in calves for sure. Yeah. yeah. You have a word though. I can't remember, but yes, to me, you know, given the amount of things I've tried over the years, it didn't seem entirely like crazy and also you know reading up on it and having done physiology at med school you know I know about the enterohepatic circulation and knowing that you know I do have excess androgens and probably an estrogen imbalance getting rid of the hormones is is what I need to do Grace, that you knew it's great that you knew the hepatic recirculation because I think for a lot of people and it's interesting as a doctor, do you find it interesting that nobody has contemplated that pathway before as a elimination pathway for toxins and hormones? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do, like, I talk to my friends who are in OBGYN and I'm like, this is what I think, you know, what, what can we do with this? But no, I don't think so. And I wonder, just like anything, like, is it because there's not like, it's not a big money maker, like should be, but you know, like do that, you know, is, is it just not research because it's not, you know, it's not going to make the, the pharmaceutical companies lots of cash. I don't know. Yeah. But I see, I know what you're saying because it's, it's a lot more lucrative when people are sick than when people are well, you know, totally. like, yeah. And this sort of like, uh, women have, you know, a windy about their PMA kind of attitude. It's kind of like, yeah, like, I'm not, I was definitely, I'm very functional. I'm definitely not, I haven't been really sick with any of these problems, but it's, it still is, it still does impact your everyday life. So it is something that is, you know, to me was something worth trying. Yeah. But and I, I have, like, I, I have moms right now coming to me with their 14 year old daughters. And I'm just like, yes, because I, at 14, I think I got my period at 12 and I was in so much pain and suffered so much. And I look back and my parents were really holistic. So they were really gave me a lot of gifts. But had we just been eating beans, even if there were some fats in it, like I would have probably course corrected instead of having gnarly endometriosis, you know, just like incredible massive overproduction of hormones going on. And so when I have these moms who are coming to me with their daughters, I'm just like, yes, <laughs> like yes, yeah, yeah. I think the same about my cystic acne. Like could that have been you know, better managed with? Yeah, it, it's anyway. Who knows? Yeah, hypothetical, so, but yeah. So then on top of that, I've always had a sensitive gut. Nothing like you know your irrit- actual irritable bowel disease, but. You know, I've always had this sensitive gut, which is worse. And, and so slowly over the years, I've had to sort of 
you know, take out different things from my diet, which is just annoying. And just like, it's just always been like, I feel bloated after I eat certain foods. And then in my residency, I was done with Hashimoto's. So yeah, so that's, so I'm on thyroid medication for that. Again, I wonder whether that's all linked. I certainly do think that's, there are studies to correlate autoimmune disease with stress. I do have autoimmune disease in my family and I know it has genetic link, but I also think that these studies don't, that it's cause, but I do think it was a very, it's a very stressful time being a resident and potentially that was correlated. So all of those things together and reading about the diet, I was like, it's worth a try. I love that you were open-minded with it, you know, and I love that it made sense to you. Like I said, I think that you understanding that hepatic grease regulation probably just that alone really clicked that this would be possibly something that could really help you. Uh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm very into East and Western medicine and I, you know, my dad's, he's a, we call a general practitioner of what you could, would call a family doctor, but he's also an acupuncturist. So I think it's in my family to have those integrated beliefs I think mm. it's good and I'm also a purist like I you know putting more like natural would prescribe with all due respect would prescribe you no know, supplements or the doctors would prescribe pills and I'm just a purist like, I want to put more I want to take things out but I want to put more in you know yeah yeah and and just to me that is what I loved about this because I came off of working with a functional doctor and on a gazillion supplements that were just rolling right through me because of Crohn's disease right so I was just I was literally just pooping out thousands of dollars worth of supplements and vitamins and, you know. But you don't have the capacity to absorb that many supplements. But, you know, if you do, if you do have a, a gut that is functioning correctly, you know, we're just, we're all just chowing on so many vitamins that we, like our bodies actually can't absorb. And it's, it is just a bit, bit of a money-making scheme. Yeah. Where are you with all of your symptoms now? Like after being on the protocol for this, uh, seven months and seven, seven months. And, and what, at what month did you notice a big shift where things were like, wow, this is absolutely shifting in my favor? Yeah. So I, like I said, I started off soft. So you, you know, you and I had our, our initial meeting and you were sort of like, you know, you need to eat beans six times a day. And I was just like, I cannot do that in my daily life. You know, like I, seeing my job is very busy seeing patients I'm just like I cannot be chowing down big this is but so I was like maybe I could just do house and the other thing is I you know I I've I've traditionally eaten it like a fairly like and this is probably to my detriment like a low carb high protein kind of diet which is probably very fiber um you know this is all it makes sense so I you know, changing to this and I also don't really practice fasting all this stuff. So I was just like, oh, the thought of putting like legumes, like chowing down on legumes first thing in the morning, I was just like, I can't do that. So all this stuff, I was, you know, there was this resistance, like I can't do that. So I was like, I'll just do husks. I'll do a fair bit of, plus the beans at like main meals and then I'll just do husks in between because that's easier. Um, and I did that for two months and just even, you know, like I've heard your client talk about transition symptoms and I just was like, I'm really getting transition symptoms. And I just didn't really feel like it was working. So when I, 
then I was just like, right, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to eat the beans and just like be, you know, have them right so I can, between patients or between work, just eat them quickly. And that's when I started to really get the transition symptoms. And I think I emailed you like when I, about, about five weeks, four weeks into that, I think like really starting to commit, I think I emailed you and I was like, what the hell? I cannot do this for much longer. And you were like, oh, people with issues often experience these transition symptoms for a while. And I was just like, this is not viable for a reason. <laughs> You're like negative. Negative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody uh, wants to know your transitional symptoms. Do you want to share your transitional symptoms? No, I was really, really bloated. Quite a lot of water retention gassy yeah just feeling very uncomfortable and you were just like keep going <laughs> it'll get better and I was like oh god and literally maybe like a week or two later I those symptoms dissipated but not only did they just go like weirdly just like kind of a night it was just like they were there and then they weren't but then it was like my gut was just this new gut. It was crazy. Like it was so, I never get bloated anymore. And this is years I've been experiencing this for years and years and years. And so I never got, get bloated anymore, no matter, you know, what I was eating or whatever. And my digestion was just so functional again, all of a sudden. And I was amazed. So that was about what, six, seven weeks. Mm. Mm. I was you know, but even if I put aside at that point, I was like, this is amazing. This really works. And even if I was, even if my hormonal issues didn't solve, I was like, this is worth it just so that my digestion is sort of back to normal. So that was really extraordinary for me. Mm. So that's real turn at that point. But then on the three, after three cycles of my period, and my periods aren't normal cycles, but after three cycles that's when I had you know a 28 day menstrual cycle which I probably haven't had in I don't know 10 years mm. so it's amazing and it was literally on the after the third cycle right? on the fourth cycle it was back 28 days which was extraordinary I was just like oh my goodness really great and since then yeah definitely the premenstrual symptoms had dissipated like quite a lot and yeah just back to a more regular normal cycle which I've never known so that was great like really it it felt quite magical it is so magical something so simple you know I I, most women I work with when they're really young they're started on birth control pills and it's just because like that's what their friends are doing and they don't some of them don't even know why they're getting on it and they don't even know what kind of period they're going to have yet when you start that 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 young, you know. And then at such a young age, you're already injecting a whole different hormonal conversation in into your body. And I, you know, I remember in high school going, "Oh, I'm going to try this because mine are so painful." And the doctors were like, "Do this; your painful periods will be gone." And I just remember it made everything worse. I did it for yeah. like three months, and I was like, "Never again." Yeah. Definitely. Same with me. It, it really exacerbated everything. It kind of gave me PMS all the time. Yep. And yep, I was angry and bloated all the time. 
And I'm kind of happy it didn't work for me because I think what's even harder is if you do have horrible periods or if you just don't notice it, because then you can be on it for 10 or 15 years without ever knowing where your body's hormones are, you know? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm very grateful that it just never, I could never. Work. Yeah. 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 Amazing. You're, you're a kind of the shift between playing around with it and doing it a hundred percent incredible how different the change was for you it was yeah and also the i mean the other thing to mention and again as a doctor i can't say that this is definitely caused by this because i but i also started to get thyroid symptoms after about three months which means that my and had a blood test about a week or two ago it meant my thyroid medication to by now the dose I was taking. So it means that probably for whatever reason, and I, I'm not going to 100% attribute it to this, this, but it seems likely my, yeah, my thyroid's working, functioning better, or potentially there's less inflammation. So I've been able to go down a little bit on the dose of my thyroid medication, which is awesome because it's just been trending up since I've been diagnosed the dose, which kind of is always a bit disappointing when you're a pretty healthy, uh, well, I'm very healthy diet and my lifestyle. And then you're just like, where's all the inflammation coming from that's causing my thyroid not to function? So it's just, the dose was trending up. So suddenly now I'm on a lower dose of that, which for whatever reason, I'm really, whatever reason, yeah, exactly. And that again, like, like I said, I would recommend everyone you have to be monitored and remain on your thyroid medication. You Absolutely. By a doctor and everything if you were to go on the protocol. But, you know, and I said to you, and you were very honest in the beginning when I said, do you think this will help with my thyroid condition? And you said, I don't know, but it's possible. It's possible it could decrease inflammation. So that was, that's a big added bonus too. Yeah. I I know my place in in the world. I'm glad <laughs> I peddle nutrition and fiber, and I'm not a doctor. And whenever somebody asks me if they should get off their meds, I always say, why don't you get on the protocol? And if you want to wean off, that's a conversation you have with your doctor. I, I don't recommend anybody cold turkey anything to start a protocol. This is a nutrient-dense whole food diet that supports the body rebalancing, but everybody's body is different. And, you know, in my, in my journey with the beach protocol, I was very monitored by a doctor because I was severely ill with a severe autoimmune disorder. So I wanted to heal naturally. I was dedicated to healing naturally, but I didn't do it by rejecting the medical world. I did it in relation with them and together. Yeah. And I found somebody who supported that journey. So yeah, I, I recommend everybody be very responsible with it. Yeah. <laughs> respect that about you you very you know you you are very respectful of both worlds and I love that yeah so thank you did you have to stop anything to start the bean protocol like was there anything that you had to cut out or ultimately get off of when you started the bean protocol I fortunately had already got off caffeine caffeine I'd gone to this retreat last year and so they they weren't there wasn't going to be coffee there so that had been a really hard process that I'd done the year before so I wasn't really drinking coffee my diet was pretty restrictive, I have to say, already. I So not entirely. I mean, it was just a very 
to me, the change in eating legumes, like I've never eaten legumes because I found them to be, they, they just never agreed with me. In So I, that change in my diet was a real, like a very big contrast to how I was already eating. But alcohol, not eating fruit was a, yeah, that was a big change. Not that I'd eat a lot, but I'd eat a, maybe a piece of fruit a day. The shift, but it wasn't, like it wasn't so far removed. And that was the thing, you know, that I found so frustrating with all of these health issues that I had. I was like, I'm so healthy. And I've heard your other kids say that. But also the other thing I should be honest about is um, I've heard your other kids, they're so amazing. They're like, for eight months, I, I didn't eat one thing off the pr- I'm not like that, you know. I've got <laughs> here and there. You know, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I can't be that diligent. But I was, I'm, Pretty much. I'll say I'm 95% diligent. Yeah, I think some people, you know, I'm, I'm, I was a person who struggled on the protocol. So I really relate to the little, the little cheaters out there because I was a little cheater. And I'm pretty sure that for my particular disease that I lengthened the time I was on the strict protocol because I was just up to no good. And, and then when I did finally go all in, which is why I'd love sharing the whole story is because that's when my healing accelerated and when I really stopped, you know, and when I mean, I was up to no good, I was literally would be like some of my daughter's food or whatever. And because it was up protocol for me, my gut would just fall apart. And it was the moment I realized how incredible the human body of but imbalanced incredibly sensitive and it was hard for me to really take that because i'd spent my life being healthy and resilient and to be suddenly not healthy or resilient was really it battered up my ego and my mind was just like how is this possible that my body is so sensitive like how is that possible so it was a real humbling experience for me i'm to this day i'm probably anywhere from 100% to 95 on the protocol every mm-hmm. single day of my life. And I don't wake up and go, oh, I'm going to be on it for the next 15 years. I wake up and go, I'm doing this today. Again, this is amazing. I love it. And I do. I On the days that I run out of beans, I'm like, I just, yeah, I love them. And I love that every bean comes with its own little nutritional you know, profile and nutrients and cofactors and minerals and vitamins and eating my vitamins has made the biggest difference in, in my health personally. So yeah, I love it. So t- do you want to share with everybody what you do eat every day? What is your, what is your bean protocol? And I do want to state that everybody's bean protocol is slightly different. So not everybody's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I wake up and have husks in water, just first thing. Like the first thing I basically have when I wake up, I literally just have beans, cold beans in the body. Animal stuff. That's animal. You're an animal. (laughs) I do that too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just not a breakfast eater. It just doesn't, you know what I mean? Eating, you know, whatever. So I don't, I just have cold beans at a, you know, uh, after an hour or two, I have that. And then... Again, I just have some sort of beans round like 10 or 11 a.m. And then at lunchtime, I have some sort of legumes with vegetables and generally fish, like salmon, something like that. And then 
often in like if I'm having beans in the afternoon, I don't get round to having other snacks. And then for dinner, I might make like dal or I might, you know, a lentil soup or something like that or and have some level of protein or I might just have like cook protein and vegetables and just have some sort of legumes on the side. That's kind of relatively what I eat most days. Like, And then, you know, in days when I want to have like peanut butter and gluten-free bread or something for breakfast, you know, those days I just, you know, sort of eat the beans around that. So just sort of eat the beans out around that. But I sort of try to eat, you know, like not be so restrictive that I'm not enjoying my food, but you just have to sort of work around it or days when I can't eat beans, I have husks. I have a little baggie of husks that I take with me. <laughs> and, you know, if I'm going out for dinner and there's not like a bean sort of thing on the menu, no worries. I just pick where I go or husk before I go. It's, yeah. So now I'm sort of in the rhythm of it. It's not too much of an imposition. I really like legumes now. Like I really enjoy them. So it's not, it doesn't really phase me in the slightest and my friends laugh because they're like do you want to have and I'm like I'll just have some beans and now like they literally ask the question as a sort of hypothetical when they're offering me some food and they know I'm just going to say I'm just going to have beans I'll have beans well I love that you have people in your life who can a have fun with you and b support you because I I do think that you know the hardest thing for me was being around a bunch of people who didn't understand and didn't really know how to support it. And then you just feel weird on top of being named unique. So it was like, eh, my name's unique and I eat beans. That's awesome. So <laughs> that's really cool. I'm so glad I'm doing this. So it's nice. It's a great, and, and you're confident with it, which makes all the difference in the world. You're like, I'm doing this. This is what I'm doing right now. And because you've tried so many things, you're kind of a pro in that department. Yeah. I feel like I'm definitely a pro. Yeah. In all the different diets. And also just to me, it's just like, it makes sense to me. It's backed by physiology. You know, it all to me, it's not, it's not so far reaching that I'm like, this is, crazy you know it's it to me it's just like this is how most of the world eats and it's you know it, it makes sense to how our physiology works and and hormonal you know elimination works so it's it's not yeah. it's not something I find to be too rogue yeah how is so yeah that's actually my question somebody asked it but I was going to ask do you feel nourished <laughs> Do you feel vital and, and do you feel like you get enough nutrients from doing it? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Like I feel I've got, I've always had lots of energy. I'm not someone who's, you know, even when I've had Hashi, Hashimoto's kind of just makes me feel like my usual self, but kind of walking through honey, like I get exhausted from it in a weird way, but I still, I, I'm not someone who's, you know, lacking in energy, but I do feel pretty energetic from it and I think yeah I definitely feel like I get enough food in my day I don't feel like as opposed to other diets I've done fasting or anything like I never feel hungry and probably my blood sugar levels are again I haven't tested them or anything yeah so this is just me speaking from you know 
thoughts or anecdotally. I, I feel like I, I'm more level throughout the day. I don't have these peaks and troughs of feeling like really hungry or anything like that. And yeah, and, and so I feel, yeah, I feel like I get a lot of nourishment. I mean, I have historically ate even vegetables and stuff like that. So I, I just still eat all of those with the bean. It's definitely ticks all those boxes of, of getting nutrients for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, thank you for being brave and coming on and sharing your story and, and on a weekend. And is there anything that you would tell anybody who's starting to make protocol? I would just say start it. Like if you, if you feel that, you know, you have any sort of digestion or hormonal cheers, I would just say, yeah, begin. But also, you know, I do think you really do need to commit to it and and just in order to receive results if you want to see the results it's just a matter of committing and once you get into the rhythm I don't think it's a difficult diet to be on really it is it is quite it it is quite easy and you won't be hungry and you'll feel really good quite quickly you know like I say the transition period felt a bit excruciating but that is only a month five weeks of your life and then from there, you know, you will see hopefully results. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. And please keep me posted as you go. I would love to continue to be on your update list for your updates on everything, all things, and, and any troubleshooting you ever need. And thank you again so much for okay. doing the beautiful call. Oh, that's you. Yes, so lovely. So lovely to meet you. And yeah, thank you. So lovely to meet you too. And I hope you get all the people in your life eating beans. Yeah, yeah. I I, have, I know you're like rule, second rule of the diet is like, don't tell people you're on the diet. <laughs> but I do. Good, good. I love that. I'm yeah. glad that you do. I mean, I think I had like, at the time in my life, you know, I'm not shy about it now. I, I definitely don't wear it on my sleeve because I'm a little I'm a little oddly spiritual about it I'm like those who need it will find me kind of thing or those who are ready for it will find me so I don't want to impose my ideology on anybody but I know how incredible it is but I also know how the transitions can be difficult and I know how there's a lot of information out there that kind of damns beans to hell and you know again I peddle nutrition not medical so yeah I'm just always really excited when people find it and want to do it thank you yeah, have an incredible day you too unique i'll speak That's to you right. speak to you okay. soon bye bye thank you so much for listening to today's healing story i'm wishing you all incredible health and wellness and i know that the healing journey is a challenging one because it requires changing a lot of habits and reframing how one approaches nourishment. But I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're on the journey. If you are looking for additional support on your journey, I do offer coaching. I offer group coaching and I offer one-on-one coaching if you seek a guide on your journey. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.